Hey guys, it's Vince. I've been getting a lot of gym owners coming to me and asking me about my opinions, you know, on the recession and, you know, what I think is going to happen and how's this going to affect the gym space and everything like that. And, you know, while I'm not going to bury my head in the sand and not be aware of what's going on, um, the reality is I think too many people out there, they focus so much on the media and so much on, you know, the recession and all the details of it that they start focusing on on things that they can't control, right? And so like whether you hear it or not, or no, no, no matter how much CNN you watch, you're not going to be able to control um, what what's happening with the recession. You know that. Um, but you, you, you can control how you respond. You can control how, you know, what are the things that you do in your business in response to what is going on, um, in the world. And I, you know, created a list, uh, for you today. It's six things on the list. And, you know, it, it's, you know, is this to prepare for an upcoming recession? Yeah. I mean, you know, that probably got you to click on this, on, on this podcast and you're so interested in it. But at the end of the day, what this is, these six things they're going to do is, is help you make your business better and probably just push you to do things that you should do anyway. Um, even if there wasn't a recession, right? So, um, here, here they are, uh, rule number one, um, and to prepare for a recession is uh, a players only, a players only, and you know I, I did a podcast with uh, with Anthony Renna and the Strength Coach Podcast uh, recently on the qualities of a players. I unpacked this deeply to the members of my mastermind um, recently, but when times are um, good, it, it's very easy to almost like get fat. Right, get fat with payroll, get fat with employees, um, and then all of a sudden, when a recession hits, it's like, oh man, I got a bunch of dead weight on my team. Um, now I gotta like do something about it, and I'm like looking at things a little closer. But at the end of the day, when you're running your business in the good times, you shouldn't be fat. It's it's it, it, it's like you know just like accepting your your body being fat all the time, and then all of a sudden when you need to get in shape, you go out and you get lean. No, like you you shouldn't you shouldn't be fat. You should be more disciplined than that, right? And and, and at the end of the day, if you're if you're if you got people on your staff right now that you know they're not a players, meaning they're there and they've been there for a long time, and you know they're your buddy and you're your friend and. You know, you're okay if they show up five minutes late and they haven't read a book in three years. And it's just like, what are they really doing there? They're just kind of taking up space. They're taking up payroll. And I guarantee you, if you you know, took some of these people away from your business, the only thing that would happen is it would get better, right? And so the first thing to do is start to look at your, you know, who you got on your squad, who you got on your team. And I'm not saying to go out and, and, and fire people, right? But but at the end of the day, you have to really take a hard look at, at, at who you got and are they making your business better? Are they making your business worse? Or are they just kind of this neutral, you know, person that's just there that doesn't bring any any value 
um, to the team. Maybe they got like three other jobs and they come and train with you four hours a week. And when they come, they do an okay job. And those like, whatever. But like in times of, you know, a recession, you can't have that stuff, right? You can't like be spending money on, on staff members that you don't need and don't do a good job and aren't doing a really good job of keeping members. So that's, that's number one is like, get, you know, I'd rather go all day long with a players and we, we have a rule, you know, on our squad, a players only, if they ain't an a player, they got to go. If they ain't an a player, they got to go. And, um, that's what I want to roll with. And if I need to roll with, you know, three trainers and, and instead of six and treat those three a lot better. And, and, and I'm, I'm good with that. I'm fine with that. It's like lean and mean, baby, especially during a recession. So, so take a look at, at who you got. And, you know, if someone's like not cutting their way, either let them go or you're having an honest conversation that they need to step up and, you know, get better. Um, or we need to make a move. So A players only, uh, going, especially going through a recession, but honestly, all the time. Like, well, why should you, you know, you know, a, you know, B and C players on sports teams, they get cut, right? You just, if you go out there and you're, you're, you're an offensive lineman in football and all of a sudden you're, you're, you're missing blocks and you're not playing, you're playing like crap, like you're getting cut. Like you're not, you're not staying on the team. Um, and, and again, I'm not saying you should be trigger happy and fire everybody, but really take a hard look at who you got, and and you want to roll with the with with the eight players. Um, number two, double down on retention. Double down on retention. Um, as the recession uh, looms, it gets harder um, to get new customers and new clients because people are kind of you know being very a lot more careful with what they're spending and things like that. Um, so. Uh, now, you should be doing this anyway, but again, as I said, during a, a recession and things like this, you want to be um, you know, doing a really good job. So this includes you know, all the things that you know you should be doing to um, make sure your clients are going to stay. So you know, one is you know, making sure you're doing a really good job with attendance. Are you on track of people showing up and if there's a sign where they're not, they start not to show up. Are you reaching out to them? Um, are you, you know, doing continuing education with your staff to make the product better? Right? Is is the training getting better? Is there good engagement? Do you are you doing things, you know, for your clients to um, not be bored? Right? You know, it's what it's one thing to, for recession and, and to look at things from a financial standpoint, but if you add boredom on top of it, man, they're 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 gone. They're not going to leave. So, what what are you doing to keep uh, cl- clients engaged, and 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 how are you um, leveraging the current assets you have, and the, maybe even the current staff members you have? Right? It's like are your you know, are you, you have trainers that are coming up in training? Well, maybe you need to give them you know, a few hours a week of reaching out and calling clients and reaching out and saying, checking in, how are you doing? And sitting down with them and mapping out their nutrition plan and getting them on track and, you know, creating mini challenges, like whatever you need to do. I don't, this is not a podcast for me to tell you what to do, but if I were you right now, what I'd be doing is double down on, on retention and making sure you keep who you got and building those relationships. Um, because here's the thing, um, relational equity saved a lot of us during COVID-19. So the better and stronger the uh, current membership you have going into things like a recession or a pandemic, if you will, 
um, the, 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 the more likely you're going to uh, stay, stay alive from that. So double down on, on, on retention. Uh, give more to the people you've got. Don't be so focused on getting new clients, although you should, and I'll talk about that in point number four. Um, but, but make sure that you're focusing and remembering on the current people that uh, you have. Um, number three, uh, get really good at managing and organizing all of your lists. I, I, I have, uh, did a podcast recently with, with Anthony Randall on the Strength Coach podcast. This is a different episode, but uh, I talked about the value and the importance of, of, of lists. And your, your list is probably the, one of the most important things that you own as a business owner. Right, I know you own your equipment and you own your proprietary, you know, business systems and how you train your clients and stuff like that. But there's nothing more valuable to you as a business owner than your lists, than your list of current customers, than your list of unconverted leads, than your list of former clients. Um, so start to look at these lists as assets and you know treat them as such. Right, so. These lists should be organized and these lists should be clean and these lists shouldn't have like dead weight on it and, and these lists should be used, right? Um, you know, during the COVID-19 pandemic, you know, one of the things that saved many businesses was going back to old members and getting them to come back, right? Because it was hard to get new people to come in, but you could get the old people to come back, right? So you got to really look at that and look, managing and organizing your, your list, your current list of customers, your list of unconverted leads, your list of former members, um, all of these things need to be looked at as valuable assets that you need to, one, use, and two, make sure you're organizing and managing these lists on a very regular basis. Uh, Number four, hire someone to help you with marketing. Hire someone to help you with marketing. Um, I think one of the biggest things that gym owners um, do not do well is they do not delegate the marketing well. Now, I am not saying to delegate all of the marketing. I've been very adamant on this, that the owner of the business needs to own the marketing. But that doesn't mean you need to do everything yourself. Um, Give an example. I've sent an email a day for almost five years now, 365 emails uh, per year. Um, I've yet to send one of them myself. I write the email, I do the important stuff, and then someone else edits the email and then actually sends it, right? And so what I think a lot of gym owners are doing, they're struggling in their marketing because they're trying to do everything themselves. And they're the ones posting on social media and they're the ones editing the video and they're the ones doing everything and all the little tedious stuff when what they really should be doing is spending the majority of their time working on a higher level strategic and deciding what to do for marketing and learning about marketing and you know joining programs like my six-week new client surge so you can learn what to do and hire some kind of a marketing assistant or manager to help you implement all this stuff, right? So I Again, don't don't get me wrong. I think that the owner needs to still own the marketing, but I do think that having some kind of assistant, and maybe if your business is really small, it's like a part-time marketing assistant. If your business is larger, you need a full-time marketing manager that is um, really implementing all the stuff. Like, like if you're a business owner, you probably got tons of ideas and tons of things going through your mind and stuff you want to try and stuff you want to implement. Well, if you have this person... 
um, that you're going to get so much more out there and you're going to be able to test so many more things. You're going to find out what works and what doesn't. Um, and it's just going to make your business much more successful and stronger from a marketing front. Uh, so maybe you need to uh, offload one of your C player trainers and onload an A player marketing assistant. Maybe that's uh, what needs to happen. Um, number five, take your personal productivity up to a whole nother level. Um, I harp on this a ton with my mastermind guys, right? And, you know, I talk to them about time blocking. I talk to them about preparing your day um, the night before. Um, the reality is you got to understand that you are the most important person in your business. You're the most important person in your business. And your personal productivity is in direct proportion to the success of your business. The, be- the more important work you get done and the more efficiently it gets done, um, the more successful your business is going to be. So take a really solid inventory right now on your personal productivity. You know, if you're doing sessions in the morning and you got the rest middle of the day to do you know, the stuff that needs to be done for the business, how productive is that time? Right? Are you going into the day knowing what you need to do and you know, listing out the tasks that you're going to do and listing out how much time it should take you and when are you doing those things? Um, are you doing that or are you just kind of wading through the day and being reactive and you know, something you know, uh, comes up and you, you handle it and you, you go to all your staff members and you're like, hey, you got a sec? You want to chat real quick? I mean, I can think of a worse, biggest waste of time than, than that crap. Um, so in times of recession, um, your performance needs to be taken up, you know, three, five, four, five, six notches. Um, what do you, what do you need to do? And if, you know, if you need, you know, one of my daily planners and you want to get me, uh, one of my daily planners that I use and give to all my mastermind members, um, hit me up, just Vince at GabrielFitness.com and put daily plan on the subject and I'll send you one of them. Right. And here's the thing. I'm, I, I'm more than happy to say this on the podcast because you know what I know? I know very, very, very few of you will actually email me and ask me to give you for free one of the most valuable assets you could ever own. And that is a book that has a, a bunch of blank sheets of how to plan your day the night before. And I'm very comfortable saying that, hey, if you email me, I'll send it to you and I'll pay for the shipping and I'll pay to get it to you. And I'm very comfortable saying this because there's so few people actually take action, which is why most people's personal productivity sucks because you just don't take action, right? So here I am saying, if you email me, Vince at GabrielFitness.com and you put daily planner in the subject, I'll send you one of my daily planners. This is what all my mastermind members use. And it's what they fill out the night before. They're not allowed to go to bed um, until they have this um, this sheet filled out. And I give them a new one at every meeting. So they always have a fresh one and always are, are using it. And, and I would say that, you know, um, 80 to 90% of the mastermind members do this every night. Every night. There's a couple, you know, slackers in there. But, you know, hey, they'll learn. Um, but it's time to take your productivity to the next level. Um, that's number five. And the last one is, um, during times of recession, um, this is where you need to look very closely at your financials, right? Very closely. My best friend, Mike Waldron, who's the CEO 
of Carmel Valley, who I would never, ever, ever run any of my businesses without. He's my best friend in the world, so I'm a little biased, but he is one of the most valuable assets that I have in my corner um, because he is always watching the money. He's always watching you know, what the expense record is looking like. He's looking at the trends in revenue and things like that. And there's a big difference between an accountant and a CFO. Right, an accountant just like does the books, and they say, oh, "Here's what happened." You know, hopefully you do do better next time, right? And it's just like versus a CFO is someone that looks at your financials and can you know make conclusions on and on what the numbers are saying and help you guide you to make decisions based on what the numbers are saying. Now, as a gym owner, you need to get better at that yourself. So, you know, I don't just rely on Mike, like I discuss this stuff with him, and then I make my own decisions with the business based on what, you know, Mike and I discuss and talk about. But in times of a recession, you got to be really tight on this, you got to really, there's no time, you know, for waste. Right. And that's what we saw, you know, in the COVID-19 pandemic, we saw, you know, hey, we had to be militant, militant with not burning cash. And it was that was the whole rule in, in you know, that I talked about in um, in COVID-19 was get, you must be at cash flow break even, meaning you can't burn any money, you cannot burn any money. And obviously, hopefully you're not burning money at the end of the day, but you know, as a recession comes and people put their membership on hold and it gets harder and harder to get new clients, you have to pay very tight, close attention to this. Now, what did I say in the very beginning? I said, these are things you should be doing all the time anyway, right? So this is really, yes, it technically it's six things to do to help prepare for a recession, but these are also things you should be doing anyway. You should have a marketing assistant. You should be doing your list really well. You should be doubling down on retention. You should be having A players on your team. It just, in a recession, it just makes this stuff essential. It just makes it more important. So you got to pay close attention to your financials. You got to know, you know, and look at what is the percentage of payroll? How much money are you paying in payroll relative, you know, to revenue? You got to take a look at your usage, meaning if you have a capacity of six people, what on average, how many on average are actually attending, you know, the session? Are you at two out of six on average? Well, that ain't good enough. Right? And what you're going to have to do to start making more money is adjust your schedule. You either get more clients or you move, move, you know, lower your schedule, meaning the amount of sessions that you're serving, so you can improve the profitability for where you're at right now. So you got to pay close attention to the financials um, and, and the numbers on all this stuff. So here's guys. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't got a crystal ball, but... We, we really need to start thinking about this and, and, and just focus on making your business better. Don't like go into panic mode like, oh, my God, there's a recession coming. And, and no, just just focus every day on making your business better. And when you make your business better, you're going to be able to last during tougher times much stronger. So um, take you know, maybe don't do all six of these that I talked about today. Maybe you just start with one, which is the one that um, I said today, that's most important. Maybe you're like, man, we've been ignoring our clients, right? We've been totally ignoring our clients. We've just been focused on getting new ones and you know, they're coming and we're taking it for granted. And then you need to double down on that. You need to do better, right? Or maybe your marketing is just like driving you nuts and you're doing so much yourself and you're sending emails and you're doing all the social posts and you're editing pictures. Oh my God, I can't think of a worse use of time for a gym owner to freaking edit pictures and 
do videos and all that garbage, right? Come on, let's let's get better than that, right? You, you need to hire a part-time marketing assistant to help you with some of this stuff so you can focus on the higher level things like running your business and leading your team. So, um, uh, so, so find out which one, which one is your personal productivity in the crapper right now? Like, are you just like wasting time all day and not getting shit done? Um, maybe you need to focus on that one. So pick one of them that, that I talked about today, one of the six and, um, and go implement. And as I said, my call to action for you, and I know none of you are going to do this. Um, but if you send me an email, Vince at GabrielFitness.com and you put daily planner in the subject, um, I'll send you one on my dime. Totally, uh, totally free. That's how, um, you know, much I value planning your day the night before. Um, so hopefully, you know, I know that only, I, 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 here's my guess. I'll get two of you to, to send it. Two of you listening to this podcast will be brave and you'll decide to send me an email to get a free daily planner that some of the America's top gym owners use every night before they go to sleep. Um, I'm going to give you one um, for free. And you just got to email Vince at GabrielFitness.com to get it. I know there's only two of you that are going to send me an email. So I'll, I'm very happy to um, put this out there in a public podcast, uh, knowing that only two of you will actually uh, do it. So if you're one of the two, send me an email, Vince at GabrielFitness.com. And uh, hopefully this was helpful and go take action on one of these six things and start to make your business better. Peace. Have a good day.